0: Hi, everyone. Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Our conversation today will focus back in on the muni markets as we will explore the implications of activity within Washington, D.C., along with a look at the drivers behind recent performance, some portfolio themes to consider, and more. So, joining me here on the line for the conversation today, glad to welcome back to Top of the Morning Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief. Investment Office. So, Kathleen, good morning. Welcome back and looking forward to our conversation today. Good
1: morning to you, Dan, and thanks for having me back.
0: Absolutely, and I will point out up front that our conversation will, of course, tie into the most recent Municipal Market Guide, which is titled Infrastructure on the Move. And to that point, Kathleen, since we last spoke, the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, it did pass through the Senate. So, as a starting point, Kathleen, can you remind us of the implications to munis and what are the next steps with this legislation?
1: Yes, Dan, I'm happy to. Um, of course, as you already know, progress on infrastructure investment is a very important issue for the U.S. municipal bond market. Uh, what I will say is that market participants were disappointed that the bipartisan bill did not include at least two of the top muni priorities. The first element that was left out was the reinstatement of tax-exempt advance refundings. And the second emission from the infrastructure bill was the creation of a new federally subsidized taxable municipal bond program, similar to Build America bonds that we saw over a decade ago. On the bright side, the bill does um, increase the cap on tax-exempt private activity bonds and provides grants to state and local governments to develop public-private partnership programs. The bill is now with the House for consideration. Um, So at this stage, the final outcome and timing remains fluid.
0: Kathleen, while the infrastructure bill is indeed a, a marquee piece of legislation, it's not the only consideration when it comes to D.C. So as we look ahead to the fall months, what else specific to Washington, Kathleen, will be in focus that could pose implications to many markets?
1: That's right, Dan. I mean, beyond the Labor Day holiday, you know, we do anticipate a volatile time in terms of news flow specific to Washington. In addition to the infrastructure bill, also on our radar is the separate $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill that will be making its way through Congress in late September, early October. The final size and spending items have not yet been agreed to. That situation is also fluid from a muni bond perspective, uh, there are two principal items that we'll be focused on that have implications for munis. The first is potential tax changes. um, Higher tax rates, as you know, would make munis more favorable vis-a-vis taxable debt. And the second is the potential impact to the size of the federal deficit and what that means for the broader rates market. In that instance, you know, any changes there in the rates market would be apt to um, spill over and heavily influence the direction of muni yield. So we'll be watching for that as well. Expecting a, volatile, we're expecting a pickup in volatility is the yeah, bottom
0: line. Yeah, there's a lot there that we can follow up on. It will be interesting to see how this plays out. So looking forward to hearing some updates on future segments. Maybe we can switch over to performance for a few moments, Kathleen. It was interesting because as I was going through the guide, you cite the Muni rally has cooled off a bit recently. I know in prior conversations month over month over month, we've been talking about the Muni momentum. So I'm curious to hear about what's spend attributable to the cool-off in the muni rally.
1: That's right, Dan. I mean, we've seen positive performance on a monthly basis since March, um, as, as you point out. Um, we attribute the slight weakness in muni performance this month to two factors. I mean, the first is the increase in volatility in the 10-year treasury yield that we've witnessed so far in the last um, two weeks or so. And second is is simply the fact that the strong seasonal factors that represented a very important tailwind for the muni market through the summer months are now poised to soften. You know, that said, if we look at how munis have performed on a year-to-date basis, the sector is still up by 1.6%. By contrast, an index of U.S. Treasury securities as well as corporate debt are posting modest losses of 1.4% and 0.4% respectively. So at least, although we've seen a little bit of weakness this month, um, the sector is still up on a year-to-date basis.
0: Right. Well, appreciate that context, Kathleen. Very helpful. I do want to talk about maybe some muni-related portfolio themes for a few moments within the guide. Uh, you do outline a few for us, so what can you share?
1: Sure, Dan. I'm happy to. Well, there's no doubt that it's become more challenging to find value in munis with very tight spreads and low yields, We do highlight three portfolio ideas for investors to consider um, against that backdrop. The first is to consider cross-asset opportunities along the yield curve, um, specifically for investors' intent on positioning assets in high-grade debt inside of the five-year mark. We note that better values may be available in either corporate debt or treasury securities, even after adjusting for higher taxes. The second is to seek value in taxable munis. In some instances, taxable munis may also yield more than tax-exempt munis on a tax-adjusted basis. And a third idea that we talk about um, in this month's Municipal Market Guide is that we believe now may be a good time to revisit muni sector allocations. Bear in mind that high-yield munis have generated some sizable outperformance compared to their investment-grade counterparts thus far in 2021. As a result, some portfolios may now be tilted more heavily toward high-yield munis. Therefore, there may now be an opportunity to rebalance portfolios to align with initial investment objectives.
0: Okay. Well, Kathleen, thank you for sharing with us some avenues for investment consideration there with munis. And uh, maybe we can dedicate the final question. I always like to catch up with you about the Spotlight article within the Muni Market Guide. So for this month, it does feature a look at the cannabis-related tax revenue and how that has been on the rise. So what can you share with us there?
1: Uh, Sure, Dan. Yeah, in this month's report, we did take the opportunity to revisit cannabis-related tax revenues for states. Bear in mind that many states generate a significant amount of their revenue through general taxation, and that also includes taxes assessed on the purchase on cannabis. We've seen many more states legalizing its use, as you already know. At the same time, cannabis revenues have witnessed a sizable jump of 58% in the most recent year alone. That being said, the resulting revenue still accounts for a very small percentage of state revenues. That number is typically less than 1%. Going forward, you know, we do anticipate additional states to legalize adult youth cannabis, and we do expect significant growth rate in sales and tax revenue to continue. Um, but the point is that although the resulting tax revenue is positive for the overall financial profile of state governments, that impact is still likely to be marginal for the foreseeable future.
0: Well, Kathleen, thank you very much for dropping by for the monthly beauty conversation. As I alluded to a bit earlier, a lot that we can look forward to following up on with respect to policy and the implications there to the beauty market. So more to come on that front, though. Very productive, helpful conversation as always, Kathleen. And we'll look forward to picking back up with it next month.
1: Thanks very much, Dan. Have a great day.
0: Likewise, thank you, Kathleen. And again today we've been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. So as a reminder to our clients and our listeners, the UBS Chief Investment Office does author a variety of publications and blogs that touch on timely market developments, asset classes, and portfolio allocation. Uh, These resources can all be located on UBS.com forward slash CIO. That of course includes the the publication which Kathleen has been making reference to during our conversation today, the Municipal Market Guide, a monthly publication. A title for this edition is Infrastructure on the Move. So for clients of UBS, you can contact your financial advisor if you would like to learn more about today's topics or if you would like to receive a copy of the Municipal Market Guide directly. Top of the Morning is part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn,